Let's open our Bibles in Ephesians chapter 5. Today we're going to look verse verse 23 and 24. The title of the lesson is Family, the Family and the Local Church Government. So we're going to learn how families should to be ruled, who rule the family, who rule the church, and why it is important for us to pay attention. Give me one. I don't have batteries, and I have. All right, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 23 and verse 24. The last two lessons, we learned the submission of the why, why the wives need to be submissive. Then we learned also why husband, husband and wife are calling to serving together. In marriage, it is the aspiration of anyone to serving together with with a spouse, not alone only, but a spouse serving with you together. Today, we need to understand why it's important to have a clear understanding of the topic of the family and the church government. And the consequences, also we're going to see the consequences through the applications for not having the good understanding of the church government and family government. But let's read God's word because that's the only thing matters. Not my opinion, but God's word. Verse 23. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. His body and in himself, it's a savior. Now, as the church submit to Christ, so also wives should submit in everything to their husbands. That's God's word. And I think the main idea of these two verses is the Paul is teaching us the proper government to our family and give us the example of the church as government. So in first in our first point we're gonna learn who leads the family and who rule over the family? Who rule and who leads the family? The quick answer for that is God and husband. God rule and lead the family. Husband execute the lead and the rule in the house. Not a wife, because our text is clear that for the husband is the head of the wife. Of the wife. Is the head. It's not the dictator. It is, it is not the, 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 the final authority in house. The Bible, the scripture, God is the final authority of each house. But husband is the head. Why is the head? Why he is the head? Because he's Christ established or God established men first in the beginning of creation. And he gave the lead of the garden of Eden to administrate the garden. The garden is one, is a type of Christ. Second, is the frame of the house. It's like a picture of the house. Or it's going to be in the future. So the husband, the husband is in charge of take decision of the house. The husband is in charge of leading the house, first and foremost, to Christ. 
Second, to lead the house to be well, to be well. Not to be rich, but to be wealth. They, the husband need to be always worried about the needs of the family. He need to administrate the household in each area. Big grocery, yes, he can administrate the grocery. He can give opinion to the, to the wife. Wife can say no to the husband if the husband is one to buy things extra out of the budget. Well, it depends in every family. But I believe that each family need to work together. Wives need to follow the head of the house. And that's why men have more responsibilities. Because he's going to give account for everything. He's going to give account how he managed the kids. And by the way, mention the kids. Children do not rule the house. Brothers and those who aspire to marriage, don't let your children rule over the house. Never. They're not in charge. You're in charge. You are authority in the household. If you let the children rule in the house, that's why we have in our nation children's role ruling up, up, upon us. That's why we have children and government. Because families today let the children do whatever they want. They let the children take the decision for everything. What do you want to eat today? Pizza, hamburger, whatever. And they take the decision. The children take the decision. Now parents, you offer your children whatever is in the table and they need to learn to submit to the authority of the wife and the husband. They're not ruling the household. My children, they're not the boss of the house. They're not the kings. They're not the prophet. They're not the priest in my house. I'm the one who is in charge. And I know what is better for them. My wife knows what is better for them. Benign the other side. They're not ruling. Wives, you submit to your husband, not to your children. You not submit to your children. You're not pleasing your children. You please your husband. Because he is the head of the house. You know, there are many mothers, and I'm not judging them in, in the way that, oh, they're not believers, or they're going to be in hell. No, no, no. I just want to make you think. You even see a mothers in Walmart, Target, those stores, that the children is crying for a long time, long, long time, because he wants something, and the mother, the decision she's taking is this. All right, here, here you go. The phone does what you want here. All right, stop crying. But what was the correct decision? No, yeah, spank him or discipline them in that moment. You quiet, young man. You quiet, young girl. Because if you're not quiet right now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call your father. And your father is going to discipline you in home. Discipline is applied only in home and private home. Issues resolved in private home. They're not resolved in the public place. Why? Because the head of the house is not person. That's why you're not going to apply discipline. But children don't rule the house. They're not the head of the house. You not follow the decisions of the children. You not follow the desires of the children. You not follow 
anything they asking for you. At least they asking you for milk. Yes, you give it to them. Milk, food. But you're not going to give whatever they want. Now, civil magistrates do not, do not rule over the family. Government don't have any authority over the households. No authority over the household. Actually, government um, is to serving God in order to do well to people. Like I say one day, the President Biden don't have any church in my house. Any, they don't have any church. They not sit with us in the table for supper. He not pay the bills. He not pay the rent. He not pay for my Apple Plus. <laughs> or my Apple TV Plus, whatever. I'm the one who pay. So he not take decisions over the family. He not tell me what I have to do with my children. He's not, a, he's not the king of the house. If I desire to do homeschooling to my children, they should to respect. Why? Because Christ ordained me to be the head of their house. They say, you're wrong. Well, you're wrong. You're in the wrong spot. The local church? Should the local church then is the head of the house? The local church do, does not rule over the family also. I'm not ruling over the church. Over the family, I'm sorry, over the family. I'm not going to go to your house and I'm going to say, well, that church is wrong. You should buy a new church. What's wrong with you, man? Oh, man, you, you don't have to buy that TV. What about you buy one bigger or more little, don't TV? That's now my position. I'm not, I'm not the head of the, of the house. The man, the husband, the one who is officially the husband of the house, is the one who rule over the family, not the local church, not the deacons, not the pastor, not the members. So stay away, members from the house of your neighbor. You're not the head of the house. You know, we can visit other members and we can start right away criticize others and the way they do things and the way they, they have their houses. That's wrong. That's sinful. Because it's not our house. Wives share government or share authority through the husband rule. Means this. The, the wife have authority in house limited by the husband. When the husband left the, the house for, for, for work, she is in charge. She is in charge. Why? Because she is the servant of the husband. And the husband... Use his servant as the wife to apply discipline in house when he is not in house. When he is not in house. But when he is in house, and if your children are acting with rebellion, you take to the father. Come on, Joe, come on, come, come with me. We want to see your father. And you give him his position as the head of the house. And he apply the discipline. He apply the correction. He apply the counsel. He applied encouragement. He applied whatever he need to apply in that moment. But when he is left, when he is not present in the house, you are in charge. If something happened to the children, like I always told to my wife, if something happened to the children, you're responsible. No one else. Why? Because you are in charge. 
you're holding authority for a couple hours. So you have the responsibility of my children for a couple hours. Something happened to my girl. I'm going to go talk to Ken. What happened? What happened to you? Well, I was distracting, watching this movie, and she was running up the stairs. And why is she running in the stairs? Why you are watching the movie? When you are authority of the house, wives share authority to take decisions in the moment. In the moment of the household. Means this. The, the, wives, you should not to call, you, you, you don't need to call the husband to ask him, what do you want to eat? You take that decision. Husbands are busy working. Husbands are working hard to provide. So you're not calling him. You take the decision. Why? Kitchen is your kingdom. The house. You keep the house like the Proverbs 31. She was where? In the house. Managing the house. Making everything good for the husband and for the family. You're not a slave also. Husband need to help the wife when it's needed. Like example, what about one of these days my wife stopped walking? She's not able more to walk. They should to ask my wife, you should to clean the, the, the bathrooms and the restaurant. You should to clean the kitchen. You should to do this. You should to do that. It's right for a man to ask the wife those commands to be obeyed? No. It's right to a husband to ask? No, it's not right. Why? Because he needs to have compassion for his wife. Why? He is the head. He is the the, the representative of the house. Not the children. You and your wife are the one who represent who is the, like in, in, my, in my case, who is the solace. The solaces? Who is the solaces? Second point, brother. Then who is the head of the household? I already told you. Who is the head of the household? God, husband. God command, husband obey. God command, husband obey. God command, Adam in the beginning. You can look in Genesis chapter 2, all the passage that he put the man in the garden to work in hard and do the labor. You never see Abe was in the garden working. You never pay attention to that passage that Eve was not working in the garden. He was the one who was protecting the garden. He was the one who was working in the garden. He was the one who gave name to the animals. Naive. So where was Eve then? In the garden. But doing what one? Be wife? Helping him? And what? Like man, if I'm going to go and and, 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 and do the pick up some carrots from the garden? How am I going to eat? Well, I have my wife who can cook those carrots, make me a salad. So use a little bit of common sense and think that, that, that Eve was in the garden serving the husband with him together, together. Husband, if he is the head of the house, he must to have wisdom. 
You need wisdom, men, but not wisdom from the world. Wisdom from God. In order, and, and, and this is, this is uh, one example. We are, because we are husbands, we are called to go deeply in the scriptures. To find wisdom in order to take decisions. That's why in Proverbs 31, you find this woman that she is trusting in the husband and the husband trusts in the woman and the wife. Why? Because both have wisdom. That means that they, don't, they know everything. No, no, no. That they know God. They, they spend time in the scriptures knowing him. One, go back one more time to the Proverbs when I mentioned that the children rule the nations. Also, women rule the nations when there is no wisdom. When there is no wisdom from God. So, men, I encourage you to go to the Scriptures. Read it to you. Meditate upon the Scriptures. Know this God in order to you make decisions in your home. Financial decisions. Stop buying books about five, five steps to, to be wealth in financials. Five steps to recover the love of marriage. Five steps to have communion with my guy, wife. Five steps to, to how to enjoy sexual relationships with my wife. Just go to the scriptures. Save money to quick from those books and be in the scriptures. Wife, you too. Quick from those books. I encourage you to quick from those books and go deeply in the scripture. And you know what? You're going to have wisdom that you want to want to write a book. Why? Because it's the wisdom. A study and knowledge of God. Not only study because you want to perform something in church. Don't study the scriptures because you want to be knowledgeable in front of other ones. But study the scripture to know this God. To know Christ. To know the Holy Spirit. To know the doctrines. In order to you live peacefully. Third. You have one responsib two responsibilities, men, as the house of the church, as the head of the of the house. I'm sorry. One, to provide teaching. To provide teaching to your children, to provide teaching to your wife. Second, to provide material matters. To provide material needs. We need a couch, we need a house, we need a car, we need a dust. You're the man. You're the right person to provide that. Your wife, it's helping to execute that command. You also are called to protect the commonwealth of the family members. Your family brethren are first. Wife is first. Children are first, not friends, not my mother-in-law, not my grandma, not my, not my mother, my wife, and my children are first. Why? Why they're first? 
Because remember my first lesson? You are called to what? To be husband. You're not anymore son. You're not anymore. Now you're still, but not function as a son. Not function as a grandson. Not function as a cousin. Not function as a friend. But you function now as a husband. You got a title. You got an office to execute. Husband. So you family is first. You children are first. So for those who aspire marriage, like I have two singles right now, men, you must to understand this, that you should provide in any matters, no matter what, to your wife. And you, you a woman who aspire to be a wife, you need to remind your husband that you are the one who provides wealth to the family. We are first as wife, we are first as children. And third, we have one example. One example in the scripture for women and from husband. Christ. Christ is our example. The only thing you're not going to do that Christ did is this, salvation. You're not going to save your wife. You're not going to redeem your wife. You're not going to change your wife. You're not going to guide your wife, husband, like Christ guide your wife. But that doesn't mean that you're not going to do it. You need to do it. You need to do it. Christ, through his word and ministers, provide the spiritual needs to the church. To the, you got that example. That he's a provider. So you provide. But that's an example. That's not a command that you should to be like that. That you have to provide like that. No. Your calling is to be husband. The ministers are the servants and the rulers of the congregation. They're serving the church. My job is to serve you. To serve you. But also to be ruler in church. To be the one who lead the church. And there's plurality and parity of elders, but not in the household. In the household, it's just one head. In church, we have multiple elders that they holding the same authority and the same responsibilities. There's not such a thing as one man and others in the battle. There's not such a thing as the chief, the chief pastor or the the ruling pastor, and I'm sorry for my Presbyterians, brethren, but there is not such a thing as a ruling elder or a teaching elder. There's a pastor teachers, everyone. Every pastor holding the same title. Now in home, who is the one who holding only the title? The husband. The husband is the one holding the title. Now, third, only men's in leadership. In church, only men's and leadership. What we see today in, our, in, in churches outside is that the woman's leading, ruling, teaching the church, and that's sinful. It's sinful. You are not calling to do that. You are calling to serve your husband, to serve your husband, to honor and, and, and respect your parents as singles. You're not calling to, 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 to exercise 
any type of leadership in the church. Why? Why I can say that? Because the Bible is clear that pastors, are, the word pastor is in masculine. They never in feminine. Never. Never in feminine. And I'm going to, this going to the point number four and my point number three. The women's are calling to serve wives, especially wives, is are calling to serve the younger ones. Your job, wives, is to serve the younger ones in your church. It is doing this. It's mentor them according to titles. Doing what? Teaching what? To love your husband, to love your children. Through respect and honor. Right? But do you need to have PhD in theology to do that? No. No. Did you see the Bible? And you need to be willing to do that. To serving the younger ones. Those who are in Christ. Those who are not mature probably. Or mature younger women. That they need you advice. And I encourage you to help those younger women. But first you need to learn. And then teach them. To love your husband. To love their husband. To love the children. The magistry. Brethren. The magistry don't have any authority over the visible church. Or, or in the invisible kingdom of Christ. Governments. Cannot come and tell us what we have to do. No matter if they're Republicans, Democrats, I don't care. They don't hold authority over the church. They cannot tell us, close the door, open the door. Yes, sir. No, sir. No, no, no. No, sir. We're not going to close the door. You're not holding authority. You see the same thing in marriage and in, in, in households? That a household... Don't let the government enter in the household. And church, they, they, they don't need to let the government enter to proclaim you what is good. Actually, we as a church, we need to go and proclaim them what is good. Because we understand the scripture. And four, how Christ is the head of the church then? How he executes the office of the head of the church. Ruling like a king. And you got that sample, man? That he is ruling like a king. Like a king, like a real king. Protecting the nation. So you protect the children. And you care for the wealth of the nation. He's a priest. He pray for his church daily and night. You have that sample, man, to pray for your wife, to pray for your children, to call them to family worship, to call them to, to, the, to the gathering of the saints. Church, have Christ as the head also like a prophet, as a prophet. How he functions as a prophet? He's proclaiming his commands. He's proclaiming. His rules. He's proclaiming his wisdom. So now learn from Christ, man. 
and go and proclaim to your children the wisdom of God. He's a good shepherd, right? He's the good shepherd. You're not holding in house the office of a pastor, so you're not carrying the ordinance, but you function. As Baptists, we believe that the men function in house as a pastor, caring for them, oversee their lives. And lastly, he is the avenger. Christ is the avenger. He protects his church from the enemies. He protects his church from any evil enemy. So he's the avenger. He's fighting for his church. Now, husband, you can apply this to your life. You protect your wife with your life. You protect your children with your life. No matter what. You got to defend the family. You got to defend the biblical views of the family. And not let anyone enter in your house with a wrong doctrine. That the children can decide whatever sets they are. That the, the, the woman is free to do whatever they want. That the, the husband is, is free to do whatever they want. No. No. Don't let those false doctrines come to you. And when the Apostle Paul in, verse, in the last part in verse 23 say, Christ is the head of the church, his body, and is himself as a savior. You're not a savior. You're not a savior, husband. But knowing this, you must pursue to your children and to your wife, know this savior. And look, verse 24. Now as the church submit to Christ, so also wives submit in everything to their husband. In everything? In everything what? Whatever, whatever, whatever he, whatever he please, I have to submit to my husband. No. Your submission, wives, your submission to those who aspire marriage, as regulate in the scripture. Whatever he command you, husband, you obey according to the according to God's word. Women are allowed to study the scriptures. Women are allowed to know this God. To your submission be beneficial for your husband and for God's word and God's kingdom. And look one more time the verse with me, verse 24. Now as the church submit to Christ, the church submit to Christ. The church. The whole church, the whole body need to submit to Christ. So think for a moment. Not only you, wife, your children submit to the authority of the household, to the husband. You need to teach them to respect the authority in household. As we teach the members of the one who aspire to a membership to respect and to submit to the elders. That's not a gospel-centered family when they have children. They, they not respect the father. They not respect the mother. It is not beneficial from the, for the gospel. Actually, kind of like blaspheme. You see how important 
is to understand how wives need to be submit and how men need to be ruling and oversee the house. One more time, look with me. In everything to their husband, to your own husband, to your own husband, not to any man. No man have authority over my wife. Only the husband. Only the husband. What a privilege to you, women. What a privilege to you to have a protector. To have the avenger of the house. Someone who needs to defend you like this. Not thinking about, no, 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 I'm going to defend my wife. The honor of my wife. If you aspire to be husband and be the head of the house, you must to be respectable. You, you, you must to have respect for your wife, for your children, and you have to be, you have to have honor for your wife. Means this, that she is your glory. That your wife is your glory. That she is the representative of your house. So that's why wives not permit to go to each house to talk against the husband. That's wrong. That's not submission. That's not submission. And husband, just don't go and talk about your wife with other men. That's not leading. That's not be the head of the house. You not talk to your children against your wife or against your husband. That's not submission. That's not the head of the house. That's not Christ-centered families. You see why Paul is really not upset, but he is arguing the church to understand you wives submit to your husband for your good. Husband, lead the house. Be the head of the house for the good of your wife and for the good of your children, not for your selfish interests. Same thing. You aspire to marriage, not for your self-interest, God's glory. Not because you want to have children. No, no, no. God's glory. God's glory, brethren. God's glory. And in conclusion, I pray God that you and me learn as men how to lead our house and how to be the protector of our house in the hand of the house. To go to the scripture, get knowledge. You need knowledge from God, not from men. You need knowledge from God to rule in the house well. And wives, you need this knowledge too. To submit to your husband with joy, with happiness. No matter if there's difficulties in marriage today, pray God to help you. He's willing to help you. He's there to rescue. He's the avenger to protect his children. So ask him for your help. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word and thank you for your wisdom. Help us to practice what we learn, Lord. And help us also to go back to the text and go deeply and study these two verses, Lord. Oh, Lord. We are, I ask for this group that you give grace to them, you bless them in Christ's name.
Amén.